0: No
1: one. Hello, Gator Nation, and welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators, your team every day. I'm your host, Zach Alberti, staff writer for The Lake City Reporter. What's up Florida fans welcome into the latest edition of Locked on Gators hope everyone's week is going well and we got a great show lined up for you today. We're going to open up the show with my interview with Trevante Rucker a top 100 wide receiver for the class of 2021. We'll also bring you an interview with tight end Kyle Pitts and his emergence in Florida's offense. In the second segment, we'll discuss the immediate impact we've seen from Jonathan Greenard as a graduate transfer and bring you some of his post-game comments after his monster performance against Tennessee. And in the final segment, we'll get to a little Florida basketball. The Gators held media day on Tuesday. UF coach Mike White discuss all the hype surrounding his team and the addition of top transfer Kerry Blackshear Jr. But let's kick this thing off with Trevante Rucker. He's one of the top wide receivers in the state, regardless of class. And he was in Gainesville on Saturday for Florida's 34-3 win over Tennessee. Now, this is a local product from the 352 area. He was once committed to Florida, but decided to open his recruitment back up in May. He also has offers from Florida State, Georgia, LSU, Miami. He's got some big-time programs after him. Rucker discusses what he likes about his latest visit to UF, where things are at with his
2: recruitment, and when he's looking to make a final decision. Uh, it was a good experience. Um, good atmosphere, and I like how they passed the ball around. Um, what do you think about how they spread the ball around? It was a good. They had a good rotation and all. You know, I like how Coach Gonzalez did, did what he had to do.
1: So sometimes when a team loses its starting quarterback, the offense can struggle
2: or sputter. How do you feel like Florida's done, you know, adjusting with Felipe out? Uh, Next man up, I mean yeah. that's what it is. He hurt, go down, next man gotta step up and do what he do.
3: What'd you think of Emory?
2: He did a pretty good job. He hit a couple targets. What do you like about him? his game and, and kind of what he brings to the table? He's patient, he know how to he'll sit back there and read it read the defense. That's that's good. Have you ever talked to him or had conversations with him at all? Nah, I mean we don't talk and had conversations but not like not like that. What, yeah. he, what do you like about his game? Same thing, he pocket passer he gonna read he's gonna give you the ball. What do you think about the atmosphere today,
4: man?
2: It was a good atmosphere. I'll be back arm again, See how it is.
4: What okay. other visits you? I know you mentioned LSU. Have you locked one
2: in yet? Was it Florida game?
5: Yeah, I'm going
2: to right? LSU and Florida game. Anything else? Uh, nah, not not right now. But I'm I'm gonna I'm, I'm get one. I'm gonna get Penn State game in too. What do
5: you want
2: to sign? Do you know yet?
1: Nah, I don't know yet. Who who are who are the teams recruiting you the hardest right now?
2: Uh, LSU, Penn State, Florida. Florida State, UCLA, USF, and some other, that's it. And then uh, whenever you do make that decision, what's gonna be the determinant factors for you, what are you really looking for? Uh, the classroom, my family, and the coaching staff, relationship. Rucker got to see a lot of guys catch
1: passes in the Swamp on Saturday, and one of those guys was Kyle Pitts. The sophomore tight end is starting to emerge in Florida's offense and looks to be a favorite target of new quarterback Kyle Trask. They hooked up for the big passing play in the comeback win over Kentucky, and he had four receptions in that game. He followed it up against Tennessee with four more catches, led the team in receiving, and had the touchdown on Florida's opening drive. And that is a welcome sight to see for Florida fans. Gator Nation has been waiting for a tight end to emerge in Dan Mullen's offense. We all know the success he had with that position when he was last here as offensive coordinator. And it looks like Pitts is becoming the next featured tight end. He spoke with me and a few other reporters about Florida's win over Tennessee and his
4: performance in that game. Uh, yes, me and Kyle I've been working late nights and then on, during, during training camp was when we we got some things down, and we got our connection together
3: because you've had that connection with him because you've spent time with him what has this last two week period been like for him
4: i think i think he's just content where he's at and just you know he, he knows everybody because we all work with each other so it was pretty good
1: obviously he made a lot of big passes to you today but can you talk about the throw he made last week on that game-winning drive where he got stood in the pocket and mm-hmm. made that delivered that pass
4: that's just kyle because you i would say you like one of the best pocket passes i've ever seen really he's gonna sit in there and throw it into you so i was pretty happy with him. so you agree um, with Jalen Tabor, man yes sir
1: <laughs> can you talk about that connection that you guys have is it because of your first name they like <laughs> to you? i wouldn't
4: say that just we just practice a lot and we run the extra routes at the practice so we know each other.
1: How do you feel like you guys are playing as tight end position as a whole? I think we're
4: getting better each week and it's, it's always been for improvement. Any, did
1: anything surprise you today about about the way he performed?
4: I just think for him it was another game and he was prepared for it all week and it's just, he just was like it's just another game and don't treat it no different and I, that's why I think the game was easy to him. What are your
1: thoughts on the team overall? You guys are jumped out to a 4-0 start. You're undefeated. But what do you like about what your
4: group is at? Uh, I think there's still room for improvement and for us to just keep getting better each week.
1: Florida coach Dan Mullen and quarterback Kyle Trask also had some high praise for Pitts. Mullen really likes the flexibility that he brings to the position and all the different ways that he can use them. And Trask has built a connection with him in the passing game over the past few months in practice and now that's carrying over to game days, but Tras says he doesn't like throwing to pits just because of his first name.
4: <laughs> Maybe, no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, yeah, Kyle's a great physical athletic uh, receiver. Uh, we have, so I mean, that's really good to have over the middle, you know, especially when it's covered two or something and the middle's wide open, just have that big body to get to is uh, really helpful.
3: Yeah, I think Kyle's getting better, I think, uh, you know, being a blocker. I know last year played him a lot of receiver, Uh, you know, more flexed out. But I think he, um, you know, he's getting more and more comfortable. Uh, being in there as, as the tight end in the, the physical blocking position. So I think that certainly helps because I know, you know, you want the, the tight end position to be that mismatch, you know, where, hey, hey you got this big guy that's physical and block, but then you, you put him out in space and he's a great athlete and it's hard to match up with. So, um, you know, I think that helps a lot.
1: When we come back from this first break, we'll go over to the defensive side of the ball and look at the impact that Jonathan Greenard has made on this Florida football team. You're listening to Locked On Gators, your team every day. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let the Vivid Seats app help you get to your favorite live event. Enter promo code KICKOFF at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. Welcome back into the show. Florida had a big void to fill on defense this season with Jakai Polite leaving early for the NFL. And the Gators were able to address that buck position with the addition of graduate transfer Jonathan Greenard from Louisville. And through the first four games, Greenard has shown that he can not only fill the void left by Polite, but he might even be an upgrade over the former third-round pick, and Polite continues to have his struggles at the next level after getting released by the Jets. He signed with the Seahawks practice squad of hopes in making that team, but Seattle has now released him as well, and Polite is now out of a job before his rookie season could even get going. It's just really sad to see. I hope he finds some way to rectify his situation. But life without Polite has been fine for Florida with Greener now in the fold. He came out in that season opener against Miami and made his presence known, and he really hasn't let up since then. He was the only guy that got a sack against Kentucky last week, and then he went off against the Volunteers, getting in the backfield, forcing a fumble, and just being an impact player for the Gators. And he is the latest graduate transfer that has proven to be a big get for Dan Mullen and his staff. The second-year coach spoke about how the former Louisville defender has been able to
3: find his way with the Gators. I think part of it is, if you look at John's personality, and he's a worker, you know, what I mean, he's going to show up and he's going to go hard every single day. He goes hard at practice every day. He works hard in the weight room. Uh, he, you know, so as the minute he's got on campus, he's looked and he's worked his tail off, right? So if you have that personality where you're going to go work, um, I think guys respect that on the team. You know, and then all of a sudden, all that work that he's done now starts translating him to having a lot of success on the field. Boy, guys respect that and it also allows him to be a great leader and say, boy, if I work as hard as he is, look at the success he's having, I'm gonna do that and I'm gonna have success. Then I think on top of that, his personality now of saying, hey, I've I've worked my tail off, I've gone on, worked my tail off in the weight room and conditioning, worked my tail off at practice, I worked my tail off during the course of the game and I've been successful on the field. I I've earned the right to have a voice and um, and, I, and I'm confident in having a voice just because just because you have it right doesn't mean you you are. But I think, you know, he's earned that and I think he understands that he's earned that and shown by example um, what he can do and how he plays. And I think our, our, a lot of our guys have now understand and feed off of that and, and you know, respect that.
1: Jonathan Greener met with the media after his big performance against Tennessee, and you can tell in this interview what Mullen is talking about in terms of his personality, his energy, and why he's been accepted so fast at Florida. When you watch him play, it's clear that he has established himself as one of the defensive leaders despite being new to the team. Mullen came into the season still looking for alpha dogs on the roster, and I think Greener has shown himself to be one of those guys. I also think his history with Grantham at Louisville and his familiarity with his defensive scheme has helped make this a smooth transition for him. He's now starting for the Gators and making plays, and he talked about his latest performance against Tennessee.
5: Took it as a tip on my shoulder, somewhat, but I knew we got guys around the ball that can make some plays. So we just, I just continue to do my job and do anything out of ordinary. And I know that they'll make their plays. You know, as a defense as a whole, we you know, like we did, we made turnovers and made the things that we are capable of doing. What was
0: the key to all the tipped balls? I
5: think you had three of them. Yeah, uh, I knew they wanted to get the ball out quick. You know, sometimes if, if, he, if he was getting out quick, but he was gonna hold on to the ball forever. So um, I'm just glad to just get away. Just try to make my presence feel known. Uh, got a hit on him early, and I know one saying he wanted to get the ball out quick because they know we were coming. Oh, no, we <laughs> Is that a
0: career high three pass
5: defense? Yeah, I might be a DB or something now. I um, <laughs> might need to make a couple plays and adjustments for me, but nah. Yeah, that was the most I've ever had. I mean, I didn't even know I saved the touchdown until they told me I got to the sideline, but uh, just playing my game, you know, just uh, trying to do what I can. get some lapses against Miami and Kentucky. It was just the most complete.
3: Game, most complete
5: game for this team. Uh, yes, and, and it's crazy. Part of this is we're only scratching the surface of what we really can do. So uh, just with that happening, um, I'm excited about where we are right now. You know, it's still, I mean, somewhat early, midway through the season, somewhat. Um, but we got a lot of things to work on still, and that's just not our best performance so far. Uh, it was a great performance while we did, and we had some pretty good numbers. But I just know what we're capable of, and the guys we have on the team, what we can do. What do you have to work on? What are those things you're talking about. Uh, getting off the field, on third down, making smart plays. You know, understanding the situation was just making sure that you know we get off the field. You know, uh, where the sticks are. Uh, Keeping contained on the quarterback, you know, just little small details that make us that elite defense that we want to be. Just haven't given up a point in
3: the fourth quarter yet. What what makes that defense
5: so strong? Uh, Just finishing, you know, uh, with the offense, we know if we continue to get them ball, they'll put it away uh, eventually. So uh, we got guys on the side and we just basically on the defense, make sure that we don't, uh, we stay in the second half and finish out and put our foot on the next. How important is that just kind
3: of uh, playing the way you guys play to allow other right. aspects to uh,
5: It's good. You know, when you stop running, we play dominant defense, and you know, the defense wins championship. So, so uh, we continue, like I said, feeding them the ball and do everything that uh, that we the coach to do. I mean, it'll fall in our hands. and you know, the offense going to do what they do. So uh, finishing out in the second half is really key. You know, we basically pride of ourselves on that, even in camp, just to make sure that, you know, it's, it's going to be hot. You know, we're going to be later in practice. You know, you want to you want to take the foot off the gas a little bit, but you can't do that in this league. You can uh, play good defense and not always get turnovers. Mm-hmm. How much does that help the confidence, the swagger, the, the uh, everything about it? It's crucial, it's, it's key. I mean, uh, like you said, I mean, it's hard to get turnovers sometimes. So uh, it's, it makes it harder for us to continue to play as hard as we can. But we know uh, if we continue to play hard and do our job, things are gonna happen. Good things are gonna happen for us. Um, only thing we can control is our effort and uh, and everything else will fall into place.
4: Can you
5: walk us through that first bundle? <laughs> Oh Yeah. Um, he caught me the first time. I mean, I made an inside move early in the game, and he juke me out of my shoes. And I told him, like I said it was a good play, but I'm going to be back. And, um, you actually and, told him that? and I told him, I said that was a good move, but I'm going to be back. So uh, luckily I was able to make that play um, really crucial time for us and to seal the game for us, and make a uh, put our stamp on us and basically solidify what we have as a defense. So um, once we did that, it was a great, great thing for us, and the energy was high, and it just basically let us on the finish of the game. Who was it on?
4: Like who was
5: the uh, Number three, I don't know his name, but. He got he got some moves I and mean, he was pretty solid i'll give him that he knows
2: you know
5: yeah he definitely does so uh, i just decided to get the i didn't even know he fumbled at first that's why i just heard the crowd yelling i knew it was a tackle but then i just seen people pushing me out of the way trying to get the ball and i'll just figure out i mean the ball is on the ground so uh thankfully we got it back you know i just gotta work on my fumble coverage so.
1: welcome back into the show i know florida fans and most fans around the country are knee deep in college football But college basketball is also right around the corner, and the Gators held media day on Tuesday. UF coach Mike White and his players met with several reporters to preview the upcoming season, talk about some new additions to the roster, and the expectations for this year. And they are higher than they've ever been under Mike White. The Gators were able to finish strong late last season, go on a winning streak, punch their ticket to the NCAA tournament, and even get a first-round victory. They were also able to get some production from their trio of talented freshmen. And now all those guys come back this year, as well as a huge recruiting class for Mike White, including two five-star prospects, Scotty Lewis and Trey Mann. And most importantly, you have the addition of Kerry Blackshear Jr., the top transfer in the country during the offseason. He had Kentucky and a ton of other big programs after him. But Mike White and his staff were able to get him to Gainesville. And he totally changes the dynamic and the potential of this Florida basketball team There are many analysts and prognosticators that are predicting the Gators to be a potential Final Four team. So those are going to be a lot of expectations for Mike White to manage, as well as a roster with nine new additions. But Mike White said it's a good problem to have, and he spoke with reporters on Tuesday about this year's team and the addition of Blackshear.
0: I don't blame whoever's out there saying we got a chance to be pretty good or so-and-so ranking us this in the preseason and Lenardi this and that. It is what it is. We've got a, we've got a pretty good roster. Uh, it's a good problem to have. Uh, that said, we haven't even been through a practice yet. Uh, have No idea who's going to start, who's going to score for us, who's going to be our best defensive player. All the ingredients that uh, exist in really good teams remain to be seen with this team. Uh, toughness, maturity, experience, who's going to lead us, consistency, work ethic. I could go on and on and on. I mean, do I like our roster? Yeah. Um, We've got a ridiculous schedule. We play four home games in the non-conference, I believe, um, which is unheard of at at our level. Um, Might be the only high major team in the country doing that. You can check your facts there. So, I mean, we've got a really tough schedule. We've got nine new players. Um, So I think in two weeks we'll be a lot better than we are today. Uh, How good will we be by December, early November? Mid-February, I I, I don't know. Um, But we've got a lot to work with. I'm not going to dodge that. I I like our roster on paper. How much differently can you play with a guy like Carey? Very differently. Uh, He's very talented. Uh, He's smart. He understands the game at a high level. Uh, He's tough. He's stronger than he looks. I mean, he looks strong, but he's really strong. And and he's uh, he's difficult to defend. He's a good defender um, as well. He gives us an opportunity to play a little bit differently offensively than we've played here. In that uh, you know we've struggled to score it on the interior. We've struggled at times to get to the foul line, um, to throw it in the post. Um, he's 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 the best passing big that I've coached. He's good at a lot of things. Well, I think Kerry could have left. You know, he had a degree. He could have, there was probably a line of people um, willing to offer him a contract to play professionally. Um, he wanted to pursue a graduate degree here. And he wanted a chance to, to play for a really, really good team and being a big part of that. And so um, there's not a big sell to, to KJ. He's, in fact, he passed up an open shot the other day, yesterday, and that it, it, it I. Wasn't too happy about, you know, and I, and I let him know it, and, and he understood it. Um, he's so unselfish. He's he's leery of stepping on toes. He's um, he wants to gel so badly that y- y- you can see he's probably overthinking it a little bit. Really unselfish, super skilled. Um, a couple of these other guys, we've got to rein in a little bit, uh, but I, I'm not. I don't have that worry with him. He wants Florida to win. He's in a good place right now if if we've got fourteen that want Florida to win more than anything else um, then we've got a chance.
4: Do you remember exactly where you were the moment you found out that he was coming to Florida?
0: yeah I was, I was actually celebrated with Denver parlor. wasn't very fun uh, <laughs> and Chris Harry, oh my gosh, no, I'm just playing so it was us two us three excuse me and and Paul and we were speaking at um a gator club in in melbourne how about that one of my favorite places and we were basically mid event and i had my phone on vibrate in case one person called cuz i thought that the decision may be coming and i excused myself walked over to the corner and uh it was it was kj and you can ask kj crazy story he he told me um I, I've I've got bad news for you, Coach, and I was crushed, crushed. But I knew I needed to get back to the the Gator event, and so I couldn't let myself go there. Just you know, hey, um, my my mindset was, we'll talk later. I'm in the middle of a a speaking engagement. Um, I said, so we're on the outside looking in. I guess uh, you know, where did you end up choosing to go, man? Hey, happy for you. Uh, crushed a little bit, but we'll, we'll talk later. He says, "Yeah, I, I've decided that I, I'm gonna go to the University of Florida." You just met, totally messed with me. Yeah, so I'm still a little bit mad at him for it. Um, I'm gonna get him back. Get him back Friday. <laughs> uh, so, obviously, really, really exciting. I mean, he was he was the best transfer available in the country last year, and he's a really good player. He's an awesome young man. For those of you that had a chance to spend a little time with him. He's a, he's a big addition to our program. We all went and had some uh, some steam shrimp, right? <laughs> and that's it. Steam shrimp and water.
4: No, no, uh, <laughs>
0: no champagne. <laughs> Next question. <laughs>
1: That'll do it for the latest edition of Locked on Gators. On today's show, we brought you an interview with top 100 wide receiver Trevante Rucker, as well as Florida tight end Kyle Pitts. In the second segment, we discussed the impact of graduate transfer Jonathan Greenard. And in the final segment, we discussed a little Florida basketball and brought you some comments from UF Media Day. On tomorrow's show, we'll start to look ahead to this Florida Towson matchup, how the Gators are getting ready for this game, and what they had to say when they met with the media Wednesday. Make sure you stay tuned to Locked on Gators.